This episode of the Girl in Progress podcast is brought to you by my very own online course, Procrastinator to Action Taker, which is now open for enrollment. If you have really big goals you want to smash in 2021, but just can't seem to get started or stay on track, this is a course for you. You'll learn a science-based five-step method to stop putting things off and start getting shit done today. The strategies you'll learn will help you gain back the 55 days you might be losing to procrastination every year. Plus, you'll get plenty of accountability and support along the way to help you stay on track with your goals. For a limited time only, I'm offering $99 off the course with a discount code ACTIONTAKER. Just head to a girlinprogress.com slash ACTIONTAKER or visit the link in the show notes to learn more and grab your spot. Welcome to A Girl in Progress, the self-development podcast for millennial women working on themselves for themselves. We believe it's possible to strive to become the best version of yourself, while also accepting yourself exactly as you are. Whether it's giving you a glimpse into the daily routines of inspiring women, or sharing the stories of those who started before they felt ready, this podcast is all about encouraging you to take imperfect action towards your goals and find productivity and success on your own terms. As for me, I'm your host, Emma Norris. I'm a journalist, author, cheese enthusiast, imperfect action coach, and the founder of agirlinprogress.com. Let's get into the episode. Alyssa Coleman is a productivity strategist for creative entrepreneurs based in Toronto, Canada. She's essentially the left brain or silent productivity partner to, as she puts it, the baddest bitches on the internet, helping them work less hours, get more done, and make a bigger impact in the world. In our chat, we spoke about how working with burnt-out entrepreneurs as a nutrition coach led to her falling in love with all things productivity, how to find simplicity and focus in business, why Alyssa's big four is the key to getting the most out of every day, and more. Like me, Alyssa absolutely nerds out on all things productivity and efficiency, so I could have chatted to her about it all day. I really hope you enjoy this chat with Alyssa. Hey Alyssa, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. So you are a productivity expert. You help entrepreneurs ditch overwhelm and become their most productive selves, which I love. Um, But I know you actually sort of started in hospitality and uh, the wellness industry. So I'd love to hear a little bit about your career journey so far and how that led to you becoming a productivity coach and guru. (laughs) Yeah, it's a weird, windy road. Honestly, if you had told me like 10 years ago what I'm doing, I (laughs) totally wouldn't have believed you. Um, I actually started, I I in school, in university, I studied environmental policy, and I was like going to change the world, and I wanted to work for the UN, and I had like all these giant dreams. And um, right out of university, I got kind of a dream job with um, working for the government here in Canada, on the environment it was really sort of this like perfect position right other than the UN it was like maybe the next best thing and within a couple of months like I really realized how much I hated this job like very quickly I realized how um I mean long story short how I just really didn't want to work for anyone else right like I really craved this level of freedom and creativity and um i think you know some people and probably most people listening to this podcast like just have an entrepreneurial spirit and when you try to fit it into a box it 
it just doesn't work. You it know? never works. Yeah. It it's being work. chained to a desk is just never going to work out. It's not going to work. And even, you know, I kind of was like getting myself into trouble at work because I was like accidentally taking other people's jobs, like taking initiative, meaning AKA doing other people's work, which is like, you know, I would thought I was being awesome and doing them a favor, but it like made them look bad because I was working quickly yeah. and they had like taken years of like, no, we work slow here. Like stop ruining this. Anyway. So point being, I was working there and I realized like, I got to figure out how to work for myself. And so I'd just been to university. I had like, t- you know, this was a real turning point for me because I'd spent all this money and I had a degree and I like had life plans. <laughs> um, and I sort of threw them out the window. And at the time I was really obsessed with um, nutrition because to bring it back to my environmental self, I had decided one day randomly in a lecture hall that I was going to be um a vegetarian just you know for my carbon footprint and so I had sort of gone down this wellness rabbit hole um, so I thought well how about this I'll go back to school I'll learn how to be a nutritionist and then I can work for myself and um, so <laughs> I'm gonna speed up this like origin story now but basically <laughs> I became a nutritionist that was awesome I started working online and I had this program called um, the healthy entrepreneur so I worked with entrepreneurs specifically on adrenal fatigue and burnout um, and how to um, nourish themselves when you're running a business, which as we all know is a crazy hard task sometimes. Um, and during that time, I sort of realized that I was working so hard and not having the types of results that I wanted. Like the whole reason I became an entrepreneur was for that freedom. And I had almost no freedom. I was constantly working, working way more than I was at any job. And I saw these people like crushing it and drinking like smoothies in Bali. And I was just like, okay, what's up here? (laughs) (laughs) I'm clearly doing something wrong. So that's when I became obsessed with productivity. And I was, I, I was, just determined to find the quickest way to get the results that I wanted while still being able to have a life and still being able to be creative and not just have like, okay, when's my next client coming in? And then once I have a client, I have to, you know, um, you know, service that client. And then, you know, now I'm stressed because I have to deliver all this stuff to them. And then I had no free time and no creativity for fun projects. Um, so I became obsessed with productivity and, um, once I started like finding some stuff that actually worked for entrepreneurs, for some of my, um, healthy entrepreneur clients, I thought, Hey, you're a stressed entrepreneur. Why don't you try this? This is something I'm doing in my business. I know you're stressed. Try this as well on top of the supplements and like all of that stuff we're doing. And they started having incredible results with this productivity protocol that I was calling it at the time. And some of them were saying, hey, like I have other friends who are entrepreneurs and like they don't like want any of this health stuff, but they saw what you did to my calendar and, uh, you know, your productivity protocol. Do you offer that as a service? (laughs) And being an entrepreneur, I was like, of course I do. Yeah, yeah, I do now. (laughs) Let me just quickly whip up an invoice and a sales page real quick. Um, And so in that, it all kind of snowballed from there. And, you know, that process has been honed and refined and sort of expanded over the years. But that's really where everything changed. And that's when things started really becoming fun for me. I love nutrition, but it's more, I think, of a personal um, passion than a professional one. So when when my business started shifting that way, it was really fun and exciting. And that, you know, that was maybe four years ago now. Um, and the rest is history, I guess. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. And we've actually had pretty similar journeys in that. Um, like when I started working for myself, I yeah, I too had this vision of like, yeah, sipping smoothies in Bali and had so much yeah. free time. And I was working so much more. 
Um, and but then because you're working for yourself, there's so much more incentive to become like come up with more productive yeah. routines and more efficient ways to do things. Because like when you're working in an office and you have to sit yeah. at the desk for nine to five, what's the incentive to work faster mm-hmm. and more efficiently? Like you have to be there regardless. Whereas when you're yeah, an entrepreneur, you're right. Every minute counts. And, you know, when you finish, I mean, it never finishes, let's be honest. But, like, you know. <laughs> you can, idea, right? Yeah, you can be more flexible with, you know, like be like, okay, I'm going to take like a break for two hours. And it's so much more incentive to do that. So I love Sorry. that. Um, so tell us a little bit about some of your productive strategies, like how you sort of work and how you work with clients. Yeah, so one of our, like, our, our guiding principle is always, what's the number one thing that you want? And I think, you know, it's such a simple question, but for everyone, it's so different. So for us, you know, it's like, you know, maybe we wanted more time to travel. For some people, it's like they want to homeschool their kid as well as run a business. For some people, they want to have, you know, backpack Peru. And so they need a totally passive project. Maybe somebody wants to write a book, but they also want their business to sort of run for themselves. So we always start there with like, what is the actual end goal? Why are you doing this? Because for so many of us, we start our business for one reason, but then you're like head down running a business. And now you're just running a business for the sake of, this is what I do now, right? And you totally forget, hey, the whole reason I did this was because I wanted to be able to like go on random weekend getaways with my partner or whatever. Um, So we start there and then we reverse engineer everything back to front, right? So if you're the type of person who wants to backpack Peru, you can't have a service-based business. We need to figure out what's the quickest way for us to start to get you some passive income. And so what I find is that actually like all of us entrepreneurs are idea people, right? We are so easily inspired by all these different things that we could do in our business. Maybe I'll start a podcast. Now I need a webinar. Now I'm doing a membership oh, site. You're like, speaking my language. <laughs> Get out of my brain. <laughs> oh, now I need to learn Pinterest. Oh, what's this like Facebook ad funnel? You know, we're so inspired by all these different things that it's so easy to just want to try them all. Whereas if you're laser focused on, oh no, what I want is to backpack Peru. And so therefore my entire focus is this passive income strategy that I'm going to use. So that's our guiding principle is like really always keeping our eye, like blinders on eyes on what your big goal is. Then you can always add more later. Right. Um, And so then once we have that, then we, you know, figure out what the strategy is going to be. Um, But in terms of like, day-to-day productivity we're very very focused on having a calendar that is the boss of your business like that really is the guiding um yeah like the the north star of our businesses that's about it like really those are the things once you reverse engineer your strategy and then you know what you're doing day-to-day the rest like there's all these little productivity hacks that you can add in but those are like the keys you know yeah, but I think a lot of people think like they start with the productivity hacks and the apps and that doesn't really like obviously it helps once you find ones that work totally. for you, but without the why, like and without having that strong foundation behind everything you're doing and like yeah, like you said, keeping your blinders on and not having that shiny object syndrome. Because I struggle with that so much, like, yeah, I need this, I need that, I need that, and then you just lose sight or you get excited and you take too much on and you just lose sight of like what was actually the reason you're doing it. So yeah, I think it's having that yeah. foundation. Um, because you're so right, like you get the hacks and I think a lot of people think productivity is about doing more every day, which mm-hmm. as entrepreneurs, there's always more, right? There's always a yeah. new thing, there's always a new strategy. And 
a lot of times that's what leads people to getting burnt out because we like doing this. Most of us like being behind the mm. scenes, running our business, doing that stuff. But what we like more is freedom and like a business that actually is scalable and bringing in cash flow. And so it's so easy to be productive and you're like doing a lot of work. <laughs> you know, I'm doing air quotes for people listening on audio. You know, like you're doing a lot of work, but at the end of the week and the month, you're like, oh, shit, this actually isn't bringing me any closer to Paris or like whatever your dream is. Yeah, it's about doing the right things, not doing more of the things. And actually, that sort of leads me to my next question. What do you think are some of the biggest misconceptions about productivity? Do you think it's that people think that it's just about, yeah, doing more? Yeah, I think totally people think it's about doing more. But I also think people think it's going to be really um, restrictive, like, I don't know about you, but I'm a very like free spirited type person. I don't want anyone to tell me what to do. I don't like, you know, Are you an Aquarius by any chance? (laughs) I'm a Pisces. Oh, (laughs) close, close enough. (laughs) Yeah. Like I don't want to have too many commitments and like all of that. So I think I really, the way that I saw productivity, because I was like one of the most unproductive people. That's how I got in this world and why I understand it so well, because I, I see the roadblocks coming up for people and I'm like been there (laughs) let's find a solution to that um you know and so I didn't want my calendar and like these systems and these things to feel really restrictive to me and I thought they were gonna kind of like dampen this inspired energy that I like to work on what I wanted to work on when I was inspired right but actually what productivity does and having like a strong foundation of productivity and systems in your business actually it makes you so much more creative and more inspired because you you're not constantly like oh shit, like I'm behind. What should I be doing? Like, what am I focusing on? You know the exactly what you should be focusing on. And then you have all this other free time. Literally in our calendar, we have time blocked out every single day. White space this is for creativity. This is to listen to that podcast that you want to listen to. This is for, you know, just writing down ideas or brainstorming with a friend. And so it actually has given me so much more creativity and inspiration. Whereas I really thought it was going to be this like boring I really thought of productivity as like time management and like just boring (laughs) but really it's it's inspiring yeah it can give you more mental space to do the creative thing or you know just to follow those whims and follow that inspiration like if you like you said if you have that white space then it gives you the space to yeah Yeah. follow your inspiration Uh, you sound similar to me and they're like you maybe you're like a naturally like type b person creative who's kind of had to become more (laughs) more organized and like learn to embrace time management do you find that most entrepreneurs you work with are more like the creative big picture people or the more like systems type a super organized or is it a bit of a mix I think it's a bit of a mix and I think certain I think both groups though are kind of soothed by the idea of like the stability of mm. of systems and productivity right um whereas I I, what I tend to see more, and maybe this is just who I attract in my business, but I tend to see the people who never, you know, they've got notebooks full of their next 50 good ideas. They never run out of, you know, that next thing that they want to do. They never think they're always the person who's like, oh yeah, I can get all of that done by tomorrow night. And it's like six months worth of work, you know? Um, so I think there is a good mix, but I, there's either the people who are like, I love a good checklist and that like, I'm super organized or there's people who are like, I am a hot mess. I have 25 notebooks but like I want to be organized so please help me (laughs) yeah yeah and I think you can definitely be a mix of both as well um 
And I want to talk about perfectionism. Um, mm. So is that something that you've dealt with like yourself as an entrepreneur? Because I feel like so many driven people have super high standards for themselves. Mm. So, yeah, is that something you've dealt with? And if so, how have you kind of overcome it? Yeah. You know, I've never, in my entrepreneurial journey at least, I've never really struggled with perfectionism in so far that it stopped me from putting things out there. I'm a strong, you know, proponent of done is better than perfect. I'm, but I'm also, it, that's my personality type is just to like, I'm a quick decision maker. I like things to just move forward. But I think what I see in myself and maybe a lot of entrepreneurs can relate to this is like having high standards for what you create. So not even that it needs to be perfect, but that you have this like strong vision of what kind of impact you want it to have or how beautiful you want it to be or, you know, whatever it is. Um, And so in that way, I can totally relate. But I do see a lot of entrepreneurs who are like fiddling, you know, like Mm. just like kind of tinkering with touches. Yes. And that is a big problem that I think is it's a a form of procrastination and it really is fear based Mm. all the time. So it's definitely one of those things where you have to like, what we usually find is that it's based in something else. It's never that, you know, this, this, you know, ebook needs to be like designed just a tiny bit better. It's always that they're afraid that when they put it out, that chick from high school is going to see it and then it's going to yeah, bring it's up. Fear of judgment. <laughs> it's Procrastination whole, yeah, is it's basically always fear, like whether it's fear of being uncomfortable, fear of, yeah, so fear of judgment is definitely probably the biggest one. Yeah. it's, it's And so I true. find like with entrepreneurship that those are just coming, those are cropping up all the time. It's honestly like probably one of the best like personal development journeys you can go on because you learn, it's like a mirror, you know, you learn so much about yourself and your limiting beliefs and your bad habits and like it's a lot of inner work that I would have never um, anticipated becoming an entrepreneur like I like the systems and all that but like to think about how much mindset work I've had to do is terrifying yeah because you have to do that if you want to get to the next level whereas when you're an employee there's yeah I mean it is easier to coast along and not really have to look internally at you know your mindset or the limiting beliefs I think that's so true and I want to talk about taking imperfect action because that sounds like something you do really well so I know you mentioned that like when a a client asked about a service that you didn't necessarily have up on your website that you just like like we're like okay I'm gonna like knock out a sales page like yeah I'd love (laughs) to hear about how you take imperfect action in your business are you someone who's like like you'll just you'll just start you'll just get it out there and then like refine later totally yeah like I'm I I like things to look good I'm not and and I'm very I'm a huge I want to make it clear that like there's a lot maybe you agree with me like the internet right now is kind of the wild west and like there's a lot of crap out there oh yeah (laughs) yeah and so there's a difference between like taking imperfect action and like literally trying to sell garbage Oh yeah, yeah. there's got to be quality there. I know it is a fine balance between. It really is. You know, and you do have to have that strong why behind it. Like if you're just trying to put a course out there or something for the sake of it, then that's not necessarily the type yeah. of imperfect action. It's imperfect action <laughs> yeah. with intention. With integrity, it. yeah. Yeah, integrity as well. Yeah. Totally. So yeah, like if I know I can do a good job, then 100%, like I'm just ready to, to make things real and then you can always improve them. And here's the thing you always will, right? Like I think back about my first like website, my first web pages, like 
if I saw them, I would probably be so embarrassed, you know? Um, but also, it's funny, I was just actually talking on my Instagram stories today about the fact that we sent out an email that was just like 100% wrong. Like, it was this whole email about a video that I hadn't created yet, and then we linked to a totally different video about something totally different. So, like, my entire email list, like thousands and thousands of people, had just got this totally wrong email. And it was funny to me. You know, like, that's something that really would have made you know, baby entrepreneur have a meltdown and feel like I'm, I'm such an idiot. And then at that point, maybe a hundred people would have received that email, you know, uh, but it really doesn't matter. And I think what we need to realize is how much of a different lens we see our business through versus what everyone else does. Um, and probably anyone who got that email didn't care. And if they did, then also, that's not the type of client I want to work with, you yeah. know, like yeah. if they're like, this is unprofessional. I'm sure there's different industries where you really do have to, like, if you're a lawyer, <laughs> you've got to like yeah. dot the I's and cross the T's. But um, yeah, I really believe that like the sooner you put something out, the sooner you learn, you know, because you, your first, I always think about my first sales page. It was so ugly but then my next one was a little better. And then my next one was a little better. But if I had never put out that first one, I would still be in that spot right now. And I would have gained no skills. Whereas now I've made hundreds and I'm pretty good at it now. You know, if I do say so myself in two yeah. years, I'll yeah. be, I'll look back and be like, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. It's so <laughs> funny when you look back and you're like, at the time you thought it was like awesome because it was, you did yeah. what you could with what you had in that moment. And you could kind yeah. of learn by doing like, and you learn by putting it out there and getting feedback. Like, yeah. I feel like it, yeah, the most important thing is just to get started and, and refine later. Um, and I know you are a fellow INFJ. So, yes. same as myself so oh, really? introverted intuitive feeling yeah. judgment I feel like it's yeah. the it's the rarest one but I'm interested in so you obviously identify as an introvert how do you what sort of boundaries do you have in place in your business to sort of like protect your energy because I feel like that's such an important thing for so introverts true. yeah so I'm pretty strict with my for me the biggest thing is like when I need to be on camera like when I need to be taking calls or um, podcasts and stuff like that that's what I'm on I'm happy to be working behind the scenes in my business that doesn't really drain me right so I'm very um, specific I only take calls and even podcasts and stuff like that on um, two days a week and then the rest of the week I'm behind the scenes um, and then I'm just pretty um, and I'm really firm on those boundaries like unless it's, it's something crazy has to happen we just don't book calls on those days. Um, but then I'm also pretty clear on when I actually leave my desk, which was something that I struggled with for a long time. And that's when I really was, I think, on the verge of being burnt out because you've got a laptop. You just take the laptop to the couch real quick and like you're just on Canva or something and it's not a big deal, but it really is. And I think that was one of those things that was draining my energy, it was draining my inspiration. So now, you know, 5.30 comes around and that's like max cutoff. Usually I leave my desk before then if I'm being honest, but you know, that's the time I'm not taking calls. I'm not doing anything. And I really have to shut all the rest down, even Instagram and like stuff like that, which again, it's so easy to just be, you know, you're just scrolling social, but you're not, you're actually kind of working. You're kind of creeping that post that, you know, you gives you an idea for that next business idea, or you're sort of responding to a DM from a potential client or so you, I could still be working, you know, all the time. So now I'm very like strict with that. And um, I really think that helps, helps me. What about you? 
Yeah, I... I try to have boundaries around how I do things. I don't always stick to my own boundaries, but (laughs) I find having a separate space to work in, whether it's, you know, when I work in co-working space, I have an office space, but even just like at home having like, this is my desk space and I don't take my laptop anywhere else. I feel like just that physical separation um, makes such a difference because yeah, like you said, like if if you're an entrepreneur, it's just way too easy to work all the time and it might not feel like work to you. I know my partner, will be like like what do you do it like if I were like on the lounge watching tv and I'm like on my phone I'm like yeah but I'm just doing emails or I'm just doing an Instagram post like it doesn't matter it's still work even if it (laughs) doesn't feel like work it's it's too hard when we when we love what we do so much like to to switch off and you know I think something I think about a lot is like for especially with having a partner my partner works nine to five so like when he's done work he's like (laughs) checked out he's like I'm not going back you know to check and so that's, I think that's actually a really nice reminder for me. But also, um, I always think about people who, like, work in offices and then you commute home. And that's kind of that space where you, like, kind of, it's like that transition space. You it's know, like you the limbo, down, yeah, yeah. Limbo, yeah. And then you go home and you're like, okay, now I'm, like, in family mode or now I'm, like, actually, you know, home, Melissa. We don't have that so often. So I try to sometimes, like, build that in like all like make dinner and like quiet I think for introverts maybe this is something that we really need you know like when I'm finished work I don't necessarily like just go and talk to my partner right away I'll like make dinner and kind of like have a minute to myself to sort of like digest or something you know that's so true yeah and I think that that's my commute that's what I like yeah it's your version of a commute I love it um and as an introvert have you always felt confident showing up online because obviously part of being a modern entrepreneur is like you know you have to be on the Instagram lives you have to be on the podcast like this is that something that you've had to work at feeling confident with that or is that something that's kind of come naturally so for the most part I, I have never really had um like stage fright or anything like that. I'm not sure what the reason is. I, I have like a pretty big family. So I think mm-hmm. I sort of know, knew how to, I, I honestly don't really know, but I've never had that problem. And I know a lot of uh, introverts do. Um, one thing that I do find though is, is the consistency of it. So needing to like, you know, post an Instagram story every single day. Like you kind of need to be on there all the time, right? Like if you ask like top social experts, they'd be like, you got to be on stories every day. I think I don't actually know. <laughs> That's not my yeah, they would, they would, <laughs> right? And that consistency is something as an introvert that kind of I struggle with. That um, I I don't feel unconfident to show up, but I feel unmotivated to show up. You know, all yeah, the time. I relate so much. I find. I love social media, but I find it a bit (laughs) exhausting, to be honest, like having to be on there all the time. And yeah, even when you don't feel like you have something to say, like when you feel like you have to pull something out, it can be really hard, but it is important. So, and I I guess that's where things like outsourcing can come in, although it is hard when you are your business. It's a, it's a tough one, but you know, it's it's, a lot of like pre-scheduling and kind of stuff like that, that has really helped. And one thing that I've done maybe is actually a good advice is um, I've kind of created like themes like on Wednesdays we do something that's called work with me Wednesday so it feels like I have a mission that day you know structure yeah structure yeah so I think that does help and I don't know if that's just in general or as an introvert but that's something no it's like a prompt that makes total Mm -hmm. sense are you a fan of batch working like will you be like okay I'm gonna like yeah schedule all my social posts for the like week or month I feel like getting into that 
where you're just doing like one type of task, you can kind yeah. of more get into that state of flow where it comes a bit more naturally. Yeah, 100%. I'm a huge batch person. We even have like, so I mentioned like we take calls on Wednesdays and Thursdays, but then, you know, Mondays are creative days, Tuesdays are admin days. Like we're very um, structured in that way. And um, even as like a, you know, a bigger form of batching. And, and that's something that I love. Um, yeah, because if I, even the thought of just thinking about having a cup with come up with an Instagram post, on the fly every day is like I'm tired already <laughs> yeah yeah just thinking yeah. about it makes me exhausted and yeah. what and I know we said it's not about relying on the productivity apps and hacks but what are some of your like go-to like time management or like planning apps so number one good old-fashioned google calendar is like he's my main place <laughs> my main squeeze one one that I love is called um I think it's just called Tomato Timer. It's not an app for my phone, but it is. Oh, is it Pomodoro? Pomodoro technique. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't know what that is, it. basically 25 minute timer. It's the best. So um, good. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty obsessed with that. I love Later, which is a Instagram scheduling app. We use that pretty um, religiously. And a newer one that we've been using is called Meet Edgar. Have you heard of it? Yes, that's uh, so you you build up like the content library and it like auto posts things on like rotation. It cycles so everything. Good. So good. Yeah. If you have a we, blog, like that is like a game changer. It's a game, but even if you don't, so what we do now is we actually so we have our blog and that and that's being recycled all the time. But we also upload our videos. So if you're doing like a weekly video, or even for you, like if you're doing your podcast, like it just posts for me like 55 times a week and I don't even have to look at like we set it up once and now it posts 55 times a week every single week it that's one of those things that I I'm like I totally geek out over it because whoever created it automation I love it yeah Yeah. because not everyone sees everything you post like it can feel like overkill sometimes but then you're like you're like you know probably like two percent of people saw this on Facebook just because how it is so that repetition is super helpful yeah, love it. And yeah. sorry, go go ahead. No, it's fine. <laughs> uh, so, what does an average day look like for you? Like, so I know it probably changes a lot, but and it probably depends on the day of the week. But yeah, what are totally. you really working on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does change depending on the day of the week. But like, okay, let's think about this. Like a normal day, I wake up whatever, do my life things. And then usually when I get to my computer, the first thing that I do is check in with my team. So I'll just see if there's anything that they need right away. Uh, but usually they like kind of know what's going on, but I'll start there. Then do you use Slack you, for that or do you have like yeah. a task? Minute? Yeah, cool. Well, we use Slack and Trello. So I'll mostly, oh, yeah. if I'm like, when I say I'm checking in on my team, I would probably be in Trello. And then if we need to chat, that's in Slack. But like introvert entrepreneur knows like we don't actually really use Slack that much. Yeah. So we're like, just, you're good? Okay, good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my team and I like don't talk, just kidding. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll check in on them on Trello. And then the next thing I do is check in on all of my clients. So I have like private clients, but also have a group uh, coach group coach a group coaching program you are a group coach (laughs) (laughs) I am a group coach I'll check in on them there um and make sure all of all my clients are good and I like to do that first thing in the morning because then I I, that's like off my mind I feel like so much relief at that point because I'm like nobody needs me now it's like Alyssa time so then I'll usually like consult my calendar and I'll usually have a task for that day and you know my calendar always will tell me like so for example today 
Well, today was actually all calls, but let's see what, let's see tomorrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> let, me, let me just look at my calendar. Okay, so tomorrow it says, the only thing that it says until my first call, which is at 1 p.m., is um, launch socials. So we're launching in October, so I'm prepping all of the socials that, like, this is how far ahead we were. Wow, um, so organized. Yeah. <laughs> so tomorrow, and, you know, from, like, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., I'll be working on launch socials. So it's usually some kind of task like that. Then I'll have some calls. And uh, that's actually pretty much it. <laughs> that will be yeah. the end of my day. I feel like even just doing a few calls, like it, it, you definitely need that space in your day, especially if you're totally. an introvert. Like if you try and pack it with too much, it's like you'll get to like 5 p.m. And you'll be dead. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think too, like even what I have there where there's like real work ahead of time, if I had like calls in the morning, there's no way I would be working on my launch socials that day. Like the only thing I can work on on call days are very like, casual maybe like something in canva or like you know really low-key stuff anything that really requires my brain we just don't put it on call days because it's such a i feel like it's a different it's like a different version of me almost who has to show up for each of those different tasks. You know yeah, it's I mean? like a different part of the brain almost. And I feel yeah. like this is a mistake a lot of entrepreneurs make where they're like, I mean, even I've done this, like where you're like, okay, it seems reasonable to do this, 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 and this in one day, yeah. but you're not thinking about like the context switching, you know, yeah. and how that drains your energy. And like in, you know, 100%. the fact that if you're doing three calls, you're probably not going to feel like writing a bunch of social posts. So it's like right. actually thinking about like what is required of you what energy yeah. is required for you to show up with that task and you know what this is like a massive massive mistake I see entrepreneurs make is that we always overestimate how much we can do in yeah. a short amount of time but what that does this is like the biggest problem entrepreneurs live off this feeling of momentum so mm -hmm. as soon as you are behind so let's say you're like oh yeah I can bust out an email in 30 minutes but like you had a call and then you went pee and then you got a coffee and now it's been 20 minutes and now you know instead of writing an email in 30 minutes has been an hour, which like is not a big deal. One hour to like get an important part of your business done. But now you're half an hour behind and now you're stressed. And now this next thing you're supposed to be doing, you're behind on. And so it totally shifts that energy from momentum to the exact opposite, which is stress and anxiety. So what we always do is I say like, if my client says, okay, yeah, I can bust out an email in half an hour, I give them an hour and a half. And so that way, when she finishes in 45 minutes, yeah, and when she's done in 45, she's like, I'm on fucking fire today. Yes. What's next? Positive like, reinforcement. Yeah. Yeah. So it totally shifts like the mood and like we live on that. Like entrepreneurs live on those wins, you know, like we want you so think about true. how you feel when you get a sale or when you like, you know, just yeah. do an epic Instagram live or something. It's that it's that feeling of momentum. And so we try to like build that into our calendars as much as possible. Yes, that's such a good point. Um, and I love to ask this of like people who are really into like self-development and productivity. What are you listening to, reading, watching at the moment? <laughs> well watching <laughs> I'm actually like thinking about so it's I'm in Canada so it's like 6 30 for me now yeah so I'm like thinking about what I'm going to watch after this and it will probably be RuPaul which is like not <laughs> <laughs> that is totally self-development it's confidence it is, development it's empowerment. yeah yeah um, <laughs> um yeah right now I'm listening to um oh what the heck is the name of the book Lenalyn Doyle's book what's it called is uh Untamed Untamed. Yeah, yeah, I'm just about finished Untamed right now, which I'm really enjoying. That's really good. Um, yeah, that's my like main squeeze right now. I don't have anything else going on. Yeah, I, I agree. 
Yeah, are you a big like podcast person or like are you a big like watching YouTube and that sort of thing? Yeah, I like YouTube videos. I actually, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I try to listen to like totally unwork related podcasts. I really no, find I am, like- I'm the same. Are you the I've same? Been gravi- I've, I've been gravitating towards that lately because even also with books as well, because I need a break. Yes, I need something lighthearted and like pop culture. Even though I have a, a podcast on, on this topic, I totally get the need to like yeah. just do something completely unrelated because your brain needs a rest. Totally. Yeah. So I only listen to like podcasts with like stand up comedians. Like it's yes. totally uh, completely unrelated. Um, but I love that is just like a complete break from work because you know what I and I especially when I first got in the world of productivity, I was so obsessed with reading all of these like productivity books and all of, and all of that, that it was almost like I was hooked on it and I couldn't, I, I was like always trying to one up myself and I never felt really content. Um, and so I think when you get to a certain point where you're like, I'm kind of in a groove right now, like right now things are going okay with my calendar. I don't need, I don't need like another hack to learn or, more. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I, I'll, I'll I'll I get stressed towards- out. Sometimes I'm like, it makes me think about all the things that like I should be doing and right. Exactly. I, yeah. It's helpful when you need to like go to the next step, like you need or you need totally. that extra motivation. But if you like you said, yeah. you're already things are already. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to direct people away from my podcast. <laughs> but you know, we talk about we talk about lots of things like preserving your energy as well. Totally, um, but you know what? It's it, it's like a different season. Like for example, earlier yes. this year, I was like deep in different like podcasts, and we were changing one of our strategies, right? So I think it's like different seasons for different things. Right now, I'm like about to move into a new house, and like all of this, I need to not be listening to like Amy Porterfield's podcast and think about this new yeah. strategy that I want to do or anything yeah. like that my mental you know capacity is totally not there <laughs> yeah no I love this idea of seasons I've had a few people talk about that and I think it's so it's so important because you know our needs change all the time so we have to yeah. respect that and just to finish up what are your non-negotiables for a productive happy successful day Okay, I love this question. Do you know that I have like a whole thing called non-negotiables? Is that why you asked? Oh, that? really? No, I didn't. I asked. I asked this every time. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, That's so cool. Yeah, I like. I'm obsessed with non-negotiables, so I love oh, that you asked me this. Perfect. I have very specific non-negotiables. Okay, I'm glad you've thought about this. <laughs> yes. So I do these every single morning, one hour a day. I do my daily non-negotiables. This is before everything else I just said. Um, I'll start with this. So number one thing that I do is something for mindset. So I'll like, you know, what I personally do is I write lines. So whatever my like current limiting belief is, I'll have like um, an affirmation that's sort of the opposite of it. And I just like detention style, like write out (laughs) my lines. Um, I should see what mine is currently because like I feel like this is like leaning like reading someone else's diary. Like I always. Yeah, I'm very curious. I'll tell you mine. So today's was abundance is my natural state. I'm always expanding and increasing my capacity to receive. Oh, I love that. God, that must take you forever to write that though. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Three hours. I'm like Bart Simpson. Just like <laughs> Yeah. I feel like when I've done that, like by the like 10th one, it's just like scribble. I do it on my iPad though. And I feel like that makes it easier somehow. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really messy by the end, but honestly it, it fucking works. Like it's, it's crazy. Um, 
so yeah, I start with my mindset. Then I go ahead and look for like one way that I can grow my audience. So I do one little thing. So like I'll either like, you know, DM someone or like I'll post in a Facebook group or something. I'll do something to grow my audience. Then I do one thing to nourish my audience. So like same thing, I'll either post an Instagram story or um, Instagram post or I'll if I have an email going out that day, I'll just like cheat and like <laughs> cross that one off um, and say, okay, yeah, that will nourish my audience. And then something to make an offer. So in some way I will make an offer, either I like put it in that email or I'll like, um, you know, talk in my Instagram, Instagram stories about my course or something like that. But I always like go through those um, three things or four things, sorry, every morning. And once I started doing that, like massive massive changes yeah I love that so much I feel like those are non-negotiables that are actually going to move you forward like I might still I might steal that (laughs) you can steal I have a freebie for it I'll like yeah I was gonna ask yeah yeah I feel like that would be so helpful for people because it's like yes I mean it's good to obviously to do stuff to look after yourself but it's like finding that balance of like and also things that are gonna drive you forward and like push those big rocks for sure so yeah yeah, and if there's things that you can do if you can do them like super quickly, but you know that they're actually going to like, these are the things that actually bring in clients. Like that's, I mean, that's the goal, right? That's why we're here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, thank you so, so much. Where can everyone find you online? Well, thanks for having me. This is really fun. Um, yeah, you can find me. My website's alyssacoleman.ca and my Instagram is at alyssacoleman.ca. So <laughs> you can find me there and uh, we'll leave that like freebie URL too. Yes. If you want to steal my non-negotiables, you can have them. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely dropping that in there. Thank you so much again. It's been so Thank nice you. chatting to you. Thanks for listening to the Girl in Progress podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure you hit subscribe and leave us a review. You can also check us out over on agirlinprogress.com, the online destination for women working on themselves for themselves. Or get social with us on Instagram at underscore girlinprogress. Can't wait to see you there.